0: This episode of Cross politics is brought to you by This episode is. Uh, Gabe, I don't think we have anybody for this episode. You know, if you listen to Cross politics and you want to advertise on our show, you should get this spot. You you, you can get it at Crosspolitik.com. What's what huh? What Gabe? Email us? Where? What email address? You didn't write it on the paper. I don't know if it's not on the paper, just like the person whose spots it's supposed to be. I don't know who I'm... Contact
1: at CrossPolitik.com. now you want to pick up the mic.
0: What what is it again?
1: Contact at CrossPolitik.com. Yeah, what what he said. Contact at crosspolitics. Oh, now you're going to gang
0: up on me. What you want to say, Pastor?
2: CrossPolitik begins in three, two, one.
3: (laughs) I'm a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. (laughs) is not true. For all
1: intents
4: and purposes, I am a woman. No
1: government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his Lordship.
5: You are not... Protecting women, you are authorizing
6: the destruction of five hundred thousand little women every year. Oh, but that's, I didn't uh, start it, uh, sir. Sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a
7: five-year-old. I
2: didn't start it. Right when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war, they go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back and they're slaughtered.
5: You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Resch, the Water Boy. Pastor Toby Sumter and the Chocolate Knox.
1: (laughs) So we're gonna talk Vegas. You did that look (laughs) Steve Kerr and Kim Jong un. We're gonna tie all that together. Vegas? Steve Kerr and Kim Jong un Steve Kerr. Oh man. Oh man. Hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. Thank you for joining us. We got some great guests in the show on the studio today, as you guys already see guests and before you get there first share the show what we, are you doing like share, and share like, invite and that starts with you Keith alright I'll, I'll send out some
6: tweets I keep, I'll, 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 I'll get I'll, my 75 followers blowing up awesome so we get that awesome. retweeted there you yeah, go this is, this is already
0: that's good. all that's we need man that's yeah. more than that guy. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus did it with 12 let Let's do it <laughs>
6: so y'all this is Keith Darrell but you can also
1: call him Daryl Keith Darrell Keith either yep. one either the one Keith the Calvinist yep. Keith yep. Keith Calvinist, awesome. <laughs> and then we got Eric Ingerbretsen, also known as Eric E. Thank you for being here. Or thanks Mr. For, Asker, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's a treat. Yeah.
2: Yeah, thanks for being on the show, guys. Yeah. You, Mr. Amazing over here. I'm there. looking yeah. forward to that. You see that little that, the little uh, you know. The guitar? The, the it's gonna come out. I'm looking I'm excited about with that. With Eric E. Yeah. yeah and if fun. you
1: guys remember last week we um, one of our friends in town, dentist Ben Bowen.
0: Yeah, one of the heroes of the show. One
1: of the heroes of my teeth. Mm. Okay, he fixed my teeth. <laughs> Thank that, you. That picture is floating around Twitter somewhere.
0: <laughs>
1: um, you, man. Appreciate that, <laughs> The yeah, reason yeah. why we
2: had several people unfollow us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was because of that picture.
1: <laughs>
7: I
2: well, almost did myself. Yeah, huh? no, I was
1: like I don't want to Well, we've talked a lot about, on the show about um, you know picking a place, moving moving to where a bunch of Christians are, and start acting like a Christian community. Yeah, and well. Ben Bowen, dentist Ben Bowen, he's actually looking for an associate dentist. Uh oh. Oh yes. Oh. And he, he actually talked to me what this last an associate week. Associate dentist too. He, he's like the right well ben knows he, he
2: associates with the dentist yeah, right. yeah
1: he hurts your teeth and gums all right all right <laughs> and then makes your smile and, look decent and so if, if you guys know of any christian dentist um out there that is interested in, in moving to moscow um, ben's actually hiring looking for wow. an associate yeah, dentist so reach out to politics. us yeah right. watch, reach out to us contact us at contact you at- too
2: could help fix games yes that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a lot of teeth so we need you
5: i actually pulled 25 teeth in honduras oh wow oh, Whoa. wow yeah it was amazing now so Our, now i can actually use the phrase it was like pulling teeth you know, oh, wow is wow.
6: it hard or easy it was it was Who yeah,
5: a little was a little 100%. both Depends did it get easier tooth? as yeah. you went along yes, yes. okay yes. Yeah.
1: for, for, for oh. eric not for the people. <laughs> Not for the poor
6: Hondurans that are in
5: no, the These guys were like, they, did, kind of, they didn't care. What if kind of mystery is this? We they're like, right. we so far up in the mountains. They're like, just get this out of my head. I don't care what you are. Oh my goodness. that gracious. is crazy.
1: And so, okay. if if you guys know anybody in your network that's interested, contact us at contact at crosspolitic Yeah, and we'd love to get you guys connected to want to help Ben fix Gabe's teeth. And Ben's a great Christian brother. We love him, yeah. and yeah. it's a great. He loves Cross politics and we that's love him right. for that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. that's right. So, Go um, baptize your kids if you have children. I use every opportunity to play that. So. <laughs> that, was part of, that was a part of my flow.
6: Non sequiturs here was a, uh, I was going to
1: uh, talk about NBA, Vegas, and lesbians, but uh, you had to uh, yeah. um, talk Seriously. about Seriously, uh, yeah. I
2: left for like five <laughs> minutes earlier. We were having a business meeting in here. Yep. That's We right. were talking about business. Yes, we were. And I walk in, and, I, and they're watching something, and I say, what are you watching? And I, they say, we're watching... Two lesbians get married in Vegas. Two lesbians <laughs> get married
5: in
0: Vegas. Oh, I thought it was thespians. No. no. <laughs> oh, no. Gabe's he's still
2: getting used to his teeth. My, my teeth don't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, I, it, I'm I, feel, like, I like, feel like Moses in here, you yeah, know? Like, I yeah. go, go up the mountain for a little while, come down, and they're watching... Lesbians getting married. <laughs> What's wrong? What's so, wrong with okay, you people? Let let, you. you explain. There's a you short explain. story. So yeah. I'm
0: watching the NBA yeah. Finals. For you guys who are a little ignorant, don't know what that is. They got this round thing they call the basketball. Mm. And people dribble, which is push the ball to the ground mm. with force. Yeah, and don't, comes be, back. don't be ignorant. And if
2: they don't hit be all the, p- the pins down, they get a strike. Oh, man. It's kind of like that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> mm. Good.
0: Yeah. But imagine it's only two pins and sometimes three. Okay. 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 So I'm watching... NBA, Western Conference Finals, I think it was. What, t- what game was what last game night? this? And it was uh, Western oh, Conference Finals. Two nights
1: ago, three nights ago. No,
0: no, it's been on more than once. Okay. It's been on more than once. So I'm watching the finals East and West Coast. So, And uh, all of a sudden, turn on the TV to a commercial. And this isn't what I think it is. It's two women that are enjoying the scenery. Of Ve- and In she's Vegas. touching her on her shoulder. And did she really just ask her to get married? Uh-oh. Oh, and so this commercial begins to keep playing. It's about 30, 45 seconds. Come to find out it's actually three minutes. We were going to play it for you, but then I was it's like, we'd have to long. warn you yeah. that, to get your kids out the room because you probably don't want them seeing this. Anyway, commercial during, goes during on.
6: During the NBA finals? during, yeah. during, during the, minute, the NBA finals. three-minute commercial? No, the,
0: no. Yeah, no, it's a 30-second. It turns out it's actually... Uh, Online, okay, it's okay, a three-minute yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So these two women are in Vegas, and one says, hey, we should get married. And the, this is a huge. The other one who's being asked says, well, I can't. My parents... You know they're not here, and we don't have our friends here. And they go through this whole journey of enjoying Vegas and the the the, the beautiful scenery and the, the the lights and the romance. And then they all of a sudden get to this chapel. She's like, "Oh come on, the chapel's right here. Let's just do it." She's like, "But our friends aren't here." They walk in, and all the friends are there and praising them. Yeah. Uh... Oh wow, wow! And she's like, "Oh this is amazing. Oh I I but you know my parents. I would have to tell my parents they're not here." And she said, and the girlfriend says, "Why don't you call your parents?" calls her parents and guess where the phone rings
1: in the crowd in the
0: crowd the Uh, parents are there uh, they turn around and all of a sudden they're approving and the romance is struck next thing you know bam we got two ladies getting married they
2: didn't get married but
0: what was this (laughs) Was a commercial yes Yes. selling what
5: Vegas, Vegas.
0: Ah, okay. Think about this. This, okay. is, this is not. This is selling Vegas. Ah, I see. Talk about gambling.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard they do some questionable gambling? things in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What yeah. does this have to
2: do with gambling? Right. Mm. But, I don't understand.
0: But anyway, well, what's going on? What's big going
2: gamble with when it comes say? to marriage. I was, was going to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, actually, it fits quite well. Yeah. No, that's true. Uh, you know, like, gambling with I mean, your soul. It, I mean, gambling is. You know, what that's is it? even they a gamble. That's a sure deal. Tax on idiots.
7: Ooh.
0: Right. Like, but people who can't do math. But here's the thing. The, here's the thing that bothered me. So this isn't. This is like the culmination of other things. Every single show, every single superhero show, whatever it is that I'm watching that I like to see on TV, always has a gay person in it. Mm-hmm. And this gay person is lifted up in such a way that you have to praise them for their heroic. They're glorified. Acts. They're oh, glorified yeah. and they're praised. And I'm forced with my kids to start accepting this narrative. Right. And and what happens is that I might say, "Oh, that's gross. I don't like that." But you know, I still like the show. And what they're doing is they're chipping away little by little at my standard to the point now that they are so bold to put a commercial on TNT while the finals are going on. And I'm sitting there with my kids and saying, look, what's wrong with this, guys? And it hit me as I'm running for the remote to try and stop whatever's happening as my kids are in the room. It hit me as like they're winning. When it comes to the media game, yeah, right. and
6: I, would, I would say they've won, uh, not only from the media what game. Watch your mouth, <laughs> mister. <laughs> <laughs> Temporarily. Temporarily. We're post mill. We're, 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 yeah. we're taking it's a battle. It's a battle, not the yeah, war. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a short skirmish. I wish kicked off the show for But that. then, yeah, yeah 30 yeah. seconds in and I'm already done. I don't care about your bow tie. Uh, because uh, what was, if you interact with, say, anyone under the age of 30, even even above 30, like, they're all persuaded of that position. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. this idea that, like, you know, anything would be a temporary mm. stopgap because we've lost a generation of people mm. that believe radically different than we do. So, yeah. even if, you know, these commercials weren't to air today, we're 10 years from a complete flood coming down. Right. So, yeah, 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 so yeah. we have to understand that, like,
0: well, why, why we've lost, though, is because of this. The meat, well, they have won. They are a minority right. in our culture, and our community. Careful, you're
6: a minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and they, <laughs> a can, different kind. they have Trojan horse my culture minority and used it to get mm-hmm. themselves into a position using the civil rights movement using black right. culture self-gay is the new black that's yep. their narrative that's right and so they've used that and they've been able to win the hearts of people through telling narratives and stories right. and and so we can't have the same rights we're people just like everybody else right. right and they're using these these things that would seem oh well that's that's true okay maybe i don't agree with it, but i don't want to see it you know what i mean and so i just and i just
2: assume that like they're so I see those things, yeah, and I'm thinking it's a bummer that um, there's no pro-life commercials. Yeah, well, well, the way well, to, the
5: well, way to do it is you guys got to take the media back. So like, you should start right. your own like like uh, podcast or something.
1: Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's I was right. like, this is why people need to support our club membership because <laughs> one of right one of the plays that we're trying to run is we're trying to be yeah. counter well, yeah. media, counter Christian post mill media in this era. And I just
2: assumed for so long that we we for some reason, like we couldn't, like, I was asking, I was, I was thinking like yeah. this, like maybe like, maybe like TNT and CNN and Fox and these people like they, like if you actually offered them a full on just like, like these are babies in their mother's wombs, we shouldn't kill them.
6: I don't think Christians care about the media. Yeah, I don't think mm. we do care about the media, and nor do we are able to do things artistically. So if you take that commercial... Well, you're I just
0: insulting all kinds of people. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> we, 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 we got just Thomas Kincaid, artistic, for goodness sakes. Minorities. we Thomas
6: Kincaid, for goodness That's, so, right. That's right. But, but think about it. So, right. so, so even. Like this is America, the uh, Glover, the child, G- yeah. childish Gambito, Donald Glover and uh, and, mm. and so you look at the art of what he was able to put forward of violence, everything else. Art. You, you <laughs> think of anything that pro-lifers have done that's aesthetically
0: even close? Yeah, yeah really. even
6: close. Like, right, right. And, and then you take these movies that are being done where, well, two lesbians love each other. Like, who right. wants to oppose love? And right. so they've done a much better job setting the narrative. They've taken the Christian gospel in a way: love, yeah. reconciliation, acceptance, all these sorts of things. And they've basically used it all against us, and we have no counter. Yeah,
2: we're, and we've gotten crushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think an
5: interesting study would be there are definitely media companies that have tried. Yeah. Uh, TNN, even ZTV tried to be the Christian MTV. Okay. There are people all along that have tried. An interesting study would be what did they do that failed? Why did they tank?
0: Right. Well, because their worldview is horrible. Yeah. It, you, it, usually that. Right now, this is amazing. To me. I think I've talked about this before, but Christians will go to an Avengers movie... A Deadpool opening they will go to any secular film and be blown away by it doesn't mention Jesus has blasphemy in it has swearing in it will take their kids to go see it and then a Christian movie comes out and they're like man they really didn't have a lot of JPM Jesus per minute (laughs) <laughs>
7: they, didn't have a
0: lot of, they didn't have a lot of JPM in this movie I don't know yeah. if we can support it man. Yeah. But,
1: Or
7: Wakanda Forever Wakanda Forever You gotta kind like, yeah. like, well, well, yeah. of battle
0: like Wakanda Forever Wakanda Forever
1: Part of that though, we were talking a little off, on, off air about this Part of it is I'm far more critical of my own brothers and sisters Than I am of the world About kind of the art they're producing um, And it's not, it's not because I'm against them It's because I actually love them And I want them to do better
2: yeah, yeah, you know what I'm no, saying. Look, this, is, but, but, but I,
1: I agree with you. We need to spend, we need to spend our money, our dollars far more supporting that supporting than, it than Wakanda, yeah. than you know Marvel. Wait, Wakanda? What do you
0: mean Wakanda? Wakanda uh, yeah. yeah,
1: no, 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 no support mm. there. But, but hey, let me let me tie this into kind of the next segment, really you want, quick. You want to hit one more thing? La- okay. Last
2: thing is just the, the thing is is that, and this is what Keith is getting at is that there's been a story, a narrative that keeps <sighs> getting pressed. Yeah. It's the story <laughs> of a of an alien morality. And yeah. it's winning. I mean, yeah. so story wins. Mm-hmm. You know, when people have the opportunity to tell the story, to tell the story in a beautiful, winsome, sexy. They're using
0: our tools. Like, they are still in our tools. right? But yep.
2: but what they're doing is they're using glory. That's why I used the yeah, word earlier. Yeah, like yeah, they're glorifying praise. this thing. Yeah. That's, right. that's what glory is. That's it, right. it lifts it up. It makes it look amazing, winsome, heroic. Yeah, That's, um, right. that's what they're doing. And no wonder we're losing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I wanted to say. So so, what's, so what's join
1: the, our cross politic club. So, so, so
2: but Just seriously For Christian Media so Cross Politics I
0: sent an email off to TNT. Yeah. Because I wanna let them know I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. You know? I yeah. really didn't. And and so that's one way to engage us, but I thought about what Jeff Schaefer. You're not gonna be watching the uh,
7: NBA
2: finals anymore. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You don't want uh, to support that stuff
0: yeah, uh, wait, wait, Time uh, out, time out, time out on. I'm not going to let them win basketball <laughs> Basketball belongs to Jesus <laughs> Let me tell you right now, Jesus owns basketball That's okay. why I'm fighting against okay. it Okay, yep. But right now, Jeff Schaefer from Alliance Defending Freedom he, We were talking about how could uh, He did a talk here in Moscow we talked about yeah. before And we somebody asked him, how can you fight In the legal system where you can be effective right. And he said, when I'm I'm going to summarize what he said He said, basically when I'm fighting, I'm fighting like a Tyrannosaurus Rex at a boxing match I can, like this,
7: right? <laughs> I can only fight like this, right? but
0: people who have the venues of, of like educational systems and podcasts, TV shows, m- m- ability to make movies, right?
4: Write stories, write books. stories
0: and books. They have the ability to, to the ability to function as a cultural push yeah. in a way that I can't because I'm only dealing with law. And so when Christians aren't engaged culturally in those things telling stories, telling movies, writing books, supporting cross-politics, you dig? Yeah, 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 yeah.
7: We'll forever. Yeah. whenever when
0: Christians aren't doing those things, like then all of a sudden right. the narrative gets won by people who make a little
2: right. video about Vegas. This is honestly why Donald Trump tweeting is a thing.
3: Oh, come yeah. on. It's actually yeah, right. connected. I mean, it's right. I mean it's
2: ridiculous, it's crazy, it's insane, it's right. it's but it, he's winning he's the narrative. Horrifying. But he knows that he... That's that's key to winning. It's yeah. narrative. Yep. I, right. I will take the microphone that God has given me. And I'm going to tell my story. And I'm going to you know, do it with my thumbs. And, and, and I think he's done two... Well, you know, Trump has done two things
6: amazingly. One, he simplified the message. Make America great again. Like, yeah. whatever... Yeah. That, you can take that any yeah. way you want. Obama yeah. did you, the same you think, thing. You think of Obama, us. Obama did yeah. the same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, hope and yes, change. Yes, we can. Yes, yeah. we can. Hope <laughs> and yeah, change. Yeah, don't and forget think, about Obama. I think of me, you know, the open-air preach thing, I'm like waxing eloquent on like metaphysics epism- Like That's not popular enough that sets a narrative. Right. And what I realize mm-hmm. is, is Trump's ability to do that and then to punch through all their rhetoric yep. and and we do a <clears> horrible <throat> job. We immediately acquiesce rather than punch back and set the come narrative on, in a man. way right. that's attractive right. rather than just comes off as shrill and angry and bitter, Amen. which I think is generally our, our disposition when yeah, right. we come across yeah. as a guy who's like, yeah. preach, preach yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get warmed up. <laughs> and I think, I think
1: we got a little uh, song here to play kind of summarizing all the politics and the hooey, dewy, gooey stuff You're not gonna that's sing, going on. Are you, I'm not going to sing it. Oh but good. But I'm going to, I'm going to bring my man Eric Ingerbrechtson in, and we're going to. So this is a little ditty. If you guys know Easy. Puff the Magic Dragon, Here we are going to do, we're going to do Puff the Politician. You should just call, okay. me,
5: call me Eric E. Because when you say Ingerbrechtson, then my sons have to be associated with the embarrassment. Oh, uh, okay, uh, yeah.
0: We, yeah. Didn't, we didn't know we you had have, sons. We just point. yeah. yeah you, know, you ruined it. We can break that. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so Eric's going to take us out, okay? Singing Puff. The politician, he's never sang it before. Who oh, wrote wow. that? I'm, I'm literally putting Eric in on the, in, spot. In, yeah, on the spot here. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> all right,
5: here <laughs> we go. Gonna, we're gonna put the laptop so I can see
2: it here. Yep. Okay, here we go. Puff the politician,
5: live by the creed. Frolicked in hypocrisy, just like you and me. We fiddle with our money, neglecting gravity. (laughs) But don't forget the votes come from people like you and me. Amen. Oh, Donald Trump or Hillary. One big catastrophe. Both should have been in Benghazi. Oh, we gotta do that again. Yep. Both should have been in Benghazi, running it for free. <laughs> don't believe politicians; they lie for you and me. But don't forget we elected them, so stop being
7: idiots.
5: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I like the idiots, Ryan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Stop, so
2: d- idiots. <laughs> <laughs> solid guilty that's great
0: (laughs) on that note more cross politics when we come back with these evangelists we can talk about some evangelism with these guys yeah and maybe one more song from Eric I like it more cross politics when we come back
2: that was good that was good that was awesome thank Thank you Eric off the cup yeah
0: (laughs) Gabe I still don't give you any writing credit for that
2: no (laughs) no no.
0: he made you sound good when he
2: sung it earlier it was scary it was (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: My deaf ear was in full force. At Logos Online School, we believe learning should be accessible. Homeschooling shouldn't stop you from staying connected. Enjoy classmates from across the United States and the whole world. Coming at you four days a week and 32 weeks a year. We believe learning should be engaging. A group of like-minded students who love God and their classmates. Learning should also be customized, with more than 50 different classes offered throughout the day. Take one class or join us full-time. We believe learning should be inspired. Our knowledgeable instructors enthusiastically engage the students. The goal? Hearts that love learning. Lastly, learning should be affordable. Committed to making Christian education reasonable for all families. From $620 per class for an entire year to $2,232 per year for full-time students. The best option on the market. Join us at Logos Online School. (laughs)
4: Video.
2: <laughs> Go! Will you turn it down? It. He waits for you.
4: Reaction to the anthem? I think it's just typical of the NFL. Um, you know, they're just playing to their fan base and they're just uh, you know, basically trying to use the anthem as a fake patriotism, um, nationalism, uh, scaring people, um, it's idiotic but that's how the NFL handled their business and uh, I'm proud to be in a league uh, that understands patriotism in America is about free speech about um, peacefully protesting Uh, and I think our leadership in the NBA understands that um, when the NFL players, players were kneeling they were kneeling to protest police brutality test racial inequality we weren't disrespecting the flag or the military but but our president decided to make it about that the nfl followed suit um to their fan base there you go (laughs) you cannot
1: talk (laughs) 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 so that was that was head coach steve kerr of the golden state warriors oh Right? And Where, where's the Golden State word? It was like, mm-hmm. What state? San Francisco. Yes. Which state is Thank Golden you. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> the golden, golden Gate Brand. They should put that like, on yeah. their logo yeah. <laughs> or something.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah the Golden. <laughs> yeah. That makes me so mad. This like like is that. basketball we're
2: talking about, right? So, and, and I yeah. do know that yep. San Francisco's
6: okay. not a state. No, no uh, that's so true. when you say what state
2: is it in, as a San Francisco. war or something. Well, they're playing ball. So what
6: Steve's
1: reacting to, so the NFL this past week, the coaches voted to um require uh, part of the coaches i think owners owners Owners. owners, oh sorry the owners right the owners voted to basically find anybody who doesn't stand during the national anthem on the field but as part of that they left an out in it basically saying if you don't want to be part of the national anthem you can stay in the locker room right
2: which was actually the rule like a number of years ago that was actually the rule everybody i think stayed in the locker room and then they actually yeah, changed right. it and they actually, there was some kind of deal. I don't, I think it was like 2011 or something. Wasn't that long yeah, ago? That's right. Where, um, the mili- um, armed forces actually asked the NFL to have, um, the, the players, players come out on the field yeah. for the national anthem as a way sure. of trying to promote. Uh, patriotism, and I uh-huh. think there was right. a bunch of money involved. Yeah, if oh, I remember no. right. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. shocking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocking, yeah, right? Shockingly, uh, federal uh, government gave a lot and, of and money to the and police. And
6: now, in turn, as the NFL loses some money, there's a lot of money involved, and so they change course. Right. You know yeah. I mean? it's just, that's right. Kind of yeah. follow so the st- dollars. So
0: Steve Kerr ain't too far off.
6: Yeah, they're pandering to their base. But if the NFL, if the NBA was bleeding consumers, they would pander to their yeah, base. That's
2: the thing is, because you have money and and politics all mixed together here yeah, that's right. the problem right well, and
5: he's talking about he's talking about the nfl not the nba right so
1: he's saying the nfl's doing this the nba i'm proud of the M- nba because we don't do that crap. i see right I oh see. yeah oh, I see. Right? Okay. right so he's actually responding to the um nfl's recent right. as 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 a basketball coach yeah. representing the nba but what's funny about this is if, if you remember the N- nba has been just as political and just as bad really um yeah you remember uh they pulled out so north carolina um, I don't know, three four years ago was going through the whole transgender bathroom issue. Yeah, yeah. two years ago, twenty sixteen, and and they had yeah, and they had passed. But they basically they had doubled down, saying no,
0: we're not going to play out there. No until transgender the
1: bathrooms. They weren't going to fix their tram They weren't going to allow transgender to go in the opposite bathroom. That's how we call it. Um, and so the NBA pulled their play, uh, not the playoffs. It was their um, All Star game. game? Yeah. yeah, pulled the All Star game out of North Carolina. So they they play politics and right. they play power cards all the time too. Right, and.
2: Basically, malign half their base when they do that. Right. Oh. This is, I mean, these are businesses. Yeah, I mean, that's what's that's the sort thing. of yeah. They're they're but they're but they're, but they're wielding the they're power of businesses. their business to fly the flag the political flag that they want to fly. That's right. So, right. but there there we are. I mean, right. and both sides are doing
1: it. But Steve is trying to act kind of a, we're above that. No, right. You know, we're we're the NBA. Yeah. Our our leadership handles this far better.
6: Yeah, and the simple fact he's weighing in in a certain direction shows. You know, this whole alleged neutrality element just kind of shows the myth of it you know and, what I mean well and, and he mm-hmm. and
2: he underlined it even in his comments if you could hear through the bouncing balls in the background he was talking about how you know the whole point of the kneeling movement was a political gesture a right. protest gesture it right. was it, but it's a political statement right. and so if the nfl owners had come out saying um, yay kneeling he would be saying this is great yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. why well because it it stands up for what he, he agrees, agrees with. Agrees with. Right. And so as long as you're throwing the weight in the direction that I want you to throw your political weight, you're then all good. But that right. just underlines the fact that this, there's no neutrality and we're all going to fly the flags that we believe in.
1: Yeah, but think of, think of also uh, the NBA is not diverse. Where are the women players? That's true. Right. It's like he, he sits there at whatever level he can say, hey, we're hey better than the players. NFL. <laughs> but we aren't, there's no gender inequality equality in the NBA. Right, right.
2: Well, where's the woman it's, coach at? They're segregated to the W. Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. See, I even know about that.
1: There you go. <laughs> I heard about that one time. What does WNBA stand for? Uh, that's the woman's yep. NBA. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Women's National Basketball League. <laughs> and and, and if, you, if
6: you realize, there's a huge discrepancy between LeBron's income and whoever the best WNBA player is. So there's gender inequality, gender pay pay, pay pay gap. So they got to address that. I think if (laughs) Kerr was really (laughs) concerned about equality. Come on, Kerr.
0: How come women basketball players don't make more than men basketball players? (laughs) At least the same amount. (laughs) No more. (laughs) (laughs) They've been through it so badly. They're victims. Uh, They're they're victims. victims. They had
1: all the men
2: basketball players. (laughs) (laughs) They came out of their womb. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We should write a song about politicians being hypocrites. There we go. There we go. Might have legs. Might have legs just did <laughs> oh man uh so um i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to these guys yeah, we've got these guys on the show eric yeah. e and uh daryl daryl keith daryl keith i was gonna, yeah. i was i was getting there <laughs> keith daryl um eric um i wanted to begin with you um talk to uh, what do you do what are you doing here exactly <laughs> um how who let you in here yeah. um you're a musician yes sir and how did you get into this Oh
5: wow. Uh interesting question. Before you I, had gray hair. How I got into it I, I guess was my I was in a jazz vocal jazz choir in college, kinda of think Manhattan transfer on a times four kind of thing. And we got to go to Europe for two weeks and I and then the group was gonna dissolve. And I said, When will I ever get to go to Europe for free? So I stayed oh. with my guitar <laughs> oh. and a bag. Oh, and I just stayed there and started hitchhiking.
2: Wow. Bum- what what bum- year is this?
5: 1985. Okay. And bumming around and just playing my guitar on the street to survive and staying with a couple of friends. And then pretty quick, I was just kind of like a professional busker or street player. And then- and Were had- you were you Christian then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I had to leave a country. I had to leave Sweden. My visa came up and a guy said, well, I know a guy in, in Holland that books Youth for Christ coffee bars. Why don't you go see if you can tie in with him? Okay. So I did, and pretty quick I was playing just about every town in the Netherlands. Wow! And uh, and then worked my way up, and I was playing the big Christian festivals all over the place. And so I spent about five years in Europe. And I always wanted to be a lead guitar player in a band, but I, the solo guitarist, singer, songwriter thing just sort of happened to me to survive. Okay. And I've been surviving ever since.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's and if, about and, it. and you you've you've used this a little bit as sort of ministry. Oh absolutely. I mean it's it's, it's, it's your job, it's your yeah. vocation, but it's yeah. also ministry related. How how, how oh, do you absolutely. how do you weave that together?
5: Well that started there in Holland because yeah. the guy the guy that booked these Youth for Christ performances, he um he wanted to minister to kids in the high schools. Yeah. And the kids in the high schools in Holland have a completely different look on protecting their kids from weird spirituality. You know, our schools say they pretend to be neutral, like he was talking R- about. Right. They pretend to be neutral, and they say nothing can come into our schools because our kids are too stupid to be able to tell the difference between good and bad. Oh. And that's basically what they say. So okay. nobody can present anything spiritual except the spiritual things they're presenting. And in Holland, they say, oh, kids need to see it all. So if you're a Hare Krishna, you want to come in and give it a presentation at our okay. school? Wonderful. Whatever you believe, if you want to come in, if we think it's a worthwhile presentation, yeah. that's great. Wow. Just don't... You, what we don't want you to do is push your religion on anybody else, but you can share what it's about. Yeah. So this guy, uh, John Ostike, he put me in schools, mm. just standing there with my guitar, and said, tell them about Jesus
2: uh, with your so guitar. How do you and tell I, them about Jesus with your guitar? Exactly. <laughs> and so
5: what I realized, I started playing some of my Christian songs, but I realized these kids are looking at me like I'm from another planet. And then, right. of course, they would. Yeah. Well. So I said, I need to take songs off the radio that these kids know, Use the play those songs, and then talk about the philosophy behind the song or the message in the song.
7: Like Okay. So that's what I did. Well, like so, for example- What's a
5: good Norwegian hit song?
7: <laughs> no, so what I did was they all
5: part of my ticket He's into singing the school- Abba. Yeah. Yeah. My ticket into the school was the cross-culturalism. They wanted America, an yeah. American You're to come American. into the yeah, yeah. Dutch school. Yeah, right. They wanted their kids to practice their English, which- they're, Dutch kids' vocabulary is Jesus. better than American kids. Say Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, they spoke perfect English. Okay. And so that was my ticket in. And so, of course, all the almost all the pop music they knew was American pop music. Wow. So I would take songs like, for example, in 85, um, Tupac. Meatloaf. Um, well, the, the, in 86. Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. You remember that song, Curia Laison? By Mr. Mister? Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. Which is saying, Lord have mercy. The song yeah. is a prayer. Right. And they huh. disguised it by putting it in Greek. But yeah. Yeah. But it was on the radio. All the Dutch kids loved that song. Okay. And I said, now, what this song, what's this song talking about? And I would talk about that. And then I would say, I'd play Tracy Chapman's um, Fast Car. Fast Car <laughs> and I'd say, look at this. Here's a girl who, because of her choices, ends up 20 years later worse off than she was 20 years before. Mm-hmm. Huh. Talk about that message and that everybody has a hungry heart. Play Bruce Springsteen. Everybody's got a hungry heart. Okay. You know, so I used all those songs and I'd say, oh, that reminds me of a song I wrote myself. Okay. And so I could then I could do a full-on Christian song in a secular classroom. And, and there's and connection be, there. Oh, you, total you, you connection. The yeah, kids yeah. loved it. It yeah. went just oh. great. And so I did that for years. And uh, I would play in a different town every... It, it was wild. I would get on a train in the morning. I'd ride to some town do a concert for a whole school, maybe five to eight hundred kids. Then I'd do three or four of their classrooms for the whole forty-five minutes.
0: He's not talking, Gage. And you can then I go, yeah, for real.
5: And then I go to another for real? town.
0: I'm sorry, Eric. texts texts
5: are important. It,
1: it was an emergency.
5: <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, yeah. And then I just mm. go to another town, and do a concert in the evening, yeah. and that was my life for a long time. Have
2: you ever heard back from any of those kids? Oh
5: yeah, the Have coolest. You? The, one of the coolest stories of all. I'll, I'll try to be quick. Um, and how you know. It's just up to God. The seed you plant seeds. Right. You plant all these seeds, and you throw out a million seeds. And the, obviously, that parable applies of seed planting. Sure. But, but it's just so beautiful when you see that what God does with them, and that His timing has to be perfect. Yeah. Right. I played in this little town called Hoos. You got to say Hoos. Hoos, Holland. Yeah. In middle of nowhere, Holland in the south, and I played in this town. Uh, sold a few cassettes. That was back in the cassette Ooh. days. Yep. Um, what are those? What's five that? years later, <laughs> yeah, five years later, I'm in Spokane. Okay. I get an email from this girl. She says, "I was at your concert in 1987 in Hoos, and I bought your cassette. And the the concert really moved me. I bought your cassette, went home, and my girlfriends. We were all into witchcraft wow. and into being Wiccans, and and that was what we were into, and a bunch of and doing drugs. And she said, so I got home, my friends. Asked me if I wanted a talk, and I put the cassette on the shelf. She said, Five years later, I'm moving from that apartment. I see these old cassettes. I'm going to throw them out. I see yours. I remembered that concert was pretty cool. Grabbed the cassette, put it on. The Lord spoke to me through the lyrics. I became a Christian. Now I go to wow. church every Sunday. <laughs> I'm in Bible studies. I'm going wow. to church. And she wrote awesome. me this like six years after the fact. Wow, that's And great. that's when you just go, God, you know, there's, there's seeds you planted. God, yeah. God blessed them. And praise God, God you know, that's wow. Yeah. Five years. Yeah, it was, wow. yeah, it was six years later she wrote to me, but yeah, five wow. years later she grabbed the cassette wow. off the show. God's timing just has to be there. It has to be perfect, you know, but it's so cool. You, you plant seeds and that's basically, right. I'm a seed planting ministry. I mean, I love it if I get to watch when somebody becomes a Christian, oh, yeah. sure. mainly I'm planting seeds and kind of trying to yeah. use special weapons and tactics, you know, You're
2: right? like guitars. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really that's really neat. And storytelling, like mu- good yeah. music, is good storytelling. That's right, so. yeah, right, exactly. And she remembered that concert. Yeah, you know, the concert moved her. Yeah. you know, and stuck with her. Yeah, and that was what made her think I'm gonna listen to that tape again. Yeah, otherwise, she'd just thrown it out right
6: then. Yeah, right. and even yeah. that element, you think of like just how central music is to our lives. If you think of like growing up, you're yeah. like, you hear something like up oh, summer of 93, summer of 95 and music yeah. so central. And one yeah. of the things as Christians, we Adams, generally don't, pro- uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't produce well is music. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. And uh, this total side. So I run and there's a guy, Phil Maffetone. I'm sorry. And, yeah, but. It, From but, who? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there, this guy, Phil Maffetone, he, he talks about how <laughs> with songbirds, their music changes uh, when they're going extinct. And if you think of, huh. Huh. say, music, and, and his point was how music has changed in the last 20 years of the late 20th century, you know, I mean, how music is changing, and you look at how Christian music has radically altered the last 20 years, mm-hmm. it, it, like, it, he used to say it should be indicative of something in the culture that is fundamentally off. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at us as Christians, <laughs> what we're producing, wow. what we're putting forward as music, it's not glorious, it's not wonderful, it's not generally appealing, so you know, as you think of narratives and all that sort of stuff, get a step back and like, how are we doing music? Uh, We don't use don't do music well.
2: Wow. Uh, you know, so this is Keith Darrell. You are a uh, a preacher <laughs> on uh, a uh, camera right there. You looking for a yeah, camera? Yeah, right college yeah. college, yeah. college <laughs> campus preacher. I, yeah. I need. I want to talk to you more in the next segment. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story of how I met Keith. Uh, yeah, please do. Yeah. Keith knows this. He's, he's heard it a few times now. But it's it's actually one of my favorite stories to tell about street preaching and about campus preaching. I I had uh, I, um I, I didn't. Think that i was called to be a, a campus preacher I, I wasn't i didn't I, you know I, my dad's a, a pastor I, I was ordained as a pastor but you know street preaching and that kind of thing that's for, it's for the birds for, you know, for, the... for special people a yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
6: little twitchy yeah,
2: that's right. Right. Uh, right. And, and anyways i i've told this story before about how i got tricked into it I, I think i told it on this on the show but anyways i had just started i think i'd gone once or twice like the most terrifying times of my life i you know just terrified, thinking this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, this is not a good idea. I have an intern named Ryan who had just come on staff, and he was very excited, and I was putting on a very brave face for him, like, yeah, (laughs) this is really important to do. And inside I'm thinking this is scary, this is terrifying, but I really believe that God was calling me to do some of it, and so I was beginning to do it. And so Ryan would go up ahead of time, and he would set up a little table, a little literature table. He was your John the Baptist. My John the Baptist, (laughs) and he had a little literature table, and we'd give out free coffee to the students, and then I would come up, um, um, and I would preach for a little while and, and meet students. And i I'd, I'd done it like twice, three times. I don't know, a few times, still crazy nerves. And in one day I'm getting ready to go up there and he texts me and says, Hey Toby, there's another campus preacher up here. He's already preaching. And I'm thinking, oh no! I mean, uh, like you know, a you duel. Know, you, no, but you know, like you know, the kind of people that show up on campuses to preach <laughs> they're, you know, they're weirdos. They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh no! Like cause I had been like, when I actually first started, I Googled it because I'd never seen anybody, you know, like, and I and I actually immediately saw like 15 examples of what I didn't want to do. do. Yeah. I didn't want to do right. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that. So I was like, I, you know, I'm doing something different. I'm doing it my own way. And anyways you know ryan's like this guy's here and i told him you're coming he's really excited to meet you and i'm like oh ryan you know, <laughs> oh come on so i get up there and i and, and and keith's going like keith's got a crowd they're riled up and you know he's he's hollering and you know he's got his bible and they're going and there's a few people mad at him and and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, sure enough, you know, this is one of those guys. And, yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. You know and, I'm, and, and Ryan's like, he's really excited to meet you. I'm like, I don't know. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe I'll just let Keith have it. You know, I'm just like, I and mean, I didn't know him yet. I hadn't met him yet, but I'll just let this guy have it for now. I'll go home and, you know, I'll try another day, you know. And all of a sudden, Keith looks over at me and he goes, <laughs> and he beckons me over to him, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah, oh, yeah right.
6: it's a double whammy. Not only are you now associated yeah, with no, me, yeah, uh, preach. Uh, uh, preach.
2: Uh, uh, preach to my friend. He, he, he beckons me, so I grab my Bible. I'm like, "Oh God, please!" You know, I, I walk up to him, and he looks at me and he says, "I gotta go to the bathroom. Take over." <laughs> Take over. It's like tag team wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then he just runs off into the you know into the library to go find a restroom, and I, there I am, and there's a crowd, and they're mad. <laughs> and, and I, you know, like <laughs> That's awesome! That's awesome! That's so how cool. I met my friend Keith Darrell So cool. Open air preaching on the campus.
0: All right. When we come back, we're gonna talk. Yeah. To the good doctor, Keith Darrow. Just so you know, I don't trust anybody with bow ties.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. You told me. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm, set up. I'm, 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 I'm wondering,
5: he says he runs, and it, it says in Proverbs that only the evil man runs when no one chases him. Yeah. Sure. So we're going to find out more about
0: Keith Darrow next across politics.
2: Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ centered curriculum local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries. And we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community. I'm a 2009 graduate of New St. Andrews
6: College and I'm a commercial property manager.
4: Three kids at Logos, one at home still and I do flowers on the side out of our house. When you have these little people that you're responsible to shepherd, you realize I need to know what I'm talking about because they need to have a firm foundation and they need deep roots so that they don't get blown over and that they're ready to stand up for the truth. I am a programmer. The language aspect of NSA is a fantastic preparation for any sort of programming. I'm a real estate broker here in town. I think absolutely the perfect um, education for being in sales of, of really any kind. I actually put it to a lot of great use when I was working. In the political realm, I am a pastor in the Central Coast, California. Whatever vocation you
1: take, it'll make you take that seriously because you're seeing it through the lens of the sovereignty and lordship of Christ.
3: For more information, visit us online at nsa.edu.
0: And you know, one more thing—talk <laughs> about basketball, because I got—I just got to bring it up right now. You were talking about the fact that music is dying. It's dead, right? Like, this is... I wanted to jump in, but I didn't. But this was—this is was what else is bothering me. People's common sense is dead. Now, some of y'all who don't watch basketball... Speaking of y'all, too. I ain't pointing no fingers. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome back to Cross Politic. Knox is going to go on the ramp for a second. Let me tell you something that's driving me crazy.
2: should <laughs> like and share right now.
0: Now's a good time, because everybody's going to want to see this one. You're going to do it. Let me tell you. People's common sense... About what makes a great person great as a champion is busted. It's busted, and mean? I think it's busted because of postmodernism. Okay. We don't know how to establish what success looks like anymore, as far as like winning.
5: You're talking about inflation of the word hero, for example.
0: No, no. no. What I'm talking
5: about—that's true, though—that
0: is true. I'm talking about people's dumb comments when it comes to whether LeBron James is as good as Michael Jordan. <laughs>
7: <laughs> we, all, we all know who he
0: is. Whoa, 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 whoa watch him out. This
7: guy? <laughs> Hold on now. Who's this I'm, guy? Michael n- n- G- no, no, Michael Jordan. G- I
0: know, like I said, y'all don't know what I'm talking about, but let me tell you something. <laughs> when I grew up watching basketball, I was coming right at the end of the era of Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, the first dream team. Y'all remember the I first do. Oh, dream oh, yeah. team? I do. Oh my God. Bo- See, I knew oh. you watched basketball. You busted. I that, man. <laughs> come on now. It was amazing. Yeah. And they were great. And never you know again, what? Never Michael again. Jordan didn't have as many rings as Bird and Magic. And every time he come up and say, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, they raise up their hands and say, how many rings do you have again, Jordan? <laughs> how many times have you been to the championship and won? And he had to sit back there and take it. I don't care how many times he beat them in a one-on-one game. You didn't win the championships. All of a sudden, everybody's talking about LeBron James is the best than Michael Jordan. He's best in the world, better than Michael Jordan. Don't say nothing. Blasphemy. <laughs> Let me tell you. How do you judge who the best is? How do you judge it? Rings, championships, winning, success. Mm. I don't care what. Look, look, I might be a good businessman, but Bill Gates got me beat. How do we how do we Does judge got, that?
2: Got more rings in you?
0: Objectivity. Yeah, right. Objectivity. It, it's gone. Pre The, the postmodern about- world has killed our ability to be objective when it comes to stuff. It, the postmodern thinking, everybody gets a ribbon, everybody wins, you won a little bit over here, you got good stats. It has destroyed our ability to understand what winning really is, what success really is, what championships really mean, You're right, even I'm when sold. it comes to
6: basketball. LBJ is the best. You're right. You sold me. Where's
0: his <laughs> wings at? You are open-air preacher. You, you go on the campus all the time,
7: bro. Uh-huh. You he talks to people to about it. objectivity. He, he talks so to, not.
2: And you would
0: sit up here. Yeah. What would happen? Michael, right now,
5: even as old as he is, Michael Jordan and LeBron one on one. What would happen?
1: LeBron oh.
6: would win. Right now, LeBron. Would, I mean, I know, LeBron even win. back in the day. Look, if, even uh, back in if, the day, if I, just, um, like, if I had
0: to fight my daddy, he gonna lose. <laughs> Sorry, my dad's seventy years old. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Ain't gonna beat me. Did you see the? Did you but, see the Michael Jordan IMAX? Show? Yes. Oh yeah, that was
6: incredible. Yeah, of course, I love that. But
0: who's got the rings? Yeah. How M- do we MJ's establish? MJ got the rings, and it's what? hard to it's
6: hard to it's hard discern. discern. It's a totally different era too of basketball. Because you, you watch, those clips. Everybody's getting beat up. 30 years ago, when they're playing, they're, they're getting beat up. They're knocking playing. jokers out. Yeah, knocking
0: teeth out. totally different bleeding. game. Nobody ejected. Yeah. Different game. But my point is that how do we judge what winning looks like? We need an objective standard to judge that. It ain't about how many stats you got. It's about how many rings you end up with at the end of it. The- so who was better, Magic Johnson or Larry Bird? Who got the most rings? Who's yep. better, Michael Jordan, but Magic but Johnson? But Who's got the most... This is not But hard. isn't there a difference though, between teams winning and yeah, individuals? You can't be objective when it, you're talking
5: about one guy in a team. Because the, the teams were different.
6: Yeah, it's not wrestling. My, uh, Michael statistics. Jordan. like, like Hulk Hogan. Hogan, clearly the greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> 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 no, t- 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 t-
5: wow. You never heard of The Rock? <laughs> but we, can, we, can pro- <laughs> we can talk about predestination there, too.
0: If you're going to talk about that, if we're going to talk about stats... I don't have a problem submitting to you when it comes to the stats. They're but, easily magic. But isn't that objective? That's, the, that's what Statistics I'm about to say. Statistics are objective. Statistically, he's objectively a better player. Who is? The, uh, uh, Le- LeBron. But the teams. He- he's <laughs> got better stats in a lot of ways than Jordan. No. I have no problem saying And this is this is where it gets crazy. When it comes to Golden State Warriors, they had a better year than the Bulls, and yet they still don't have as many rings. So, in, in a sense, all those ob- right. uh, individual stats don't matter. He's not able to take his team to the championship's
7: He's, but, but see, but
5: here's
1: what
2: you're doing. stats, even the team is involved in individual stats. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's my the whole, hard part. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying, though, because if he's the leader, then he's going to lead hey, the team. Here's the thing. Okay. but, but hey. No, no, you're just taking
1: a subjective reason. You're using your subjective reasoning for determining what is the objective standard to reach. Yeah, Hopefully. so we're so actually now. having two
6: different discussions. What's up now? I, I grant MJ <laughs> is on the objectively better teams, objectively speaking, by they statistics. They
0: were better because of him, though. By that's, statistics, that's not because missing. of Luke, LeBron yeah. is
6: the better player. So, that's you all I'm what at. you no. just said is one of the Nor- most <laughs> No one Nor- even knows who Luke Longley things. is <laughs> oh my You see, uh, yeah, the, the Aussie. No, Aussie Aussie, no,
0: Aussie, but, Aussie but but wait, My point, wait, is, wait. My point is, is that people are arguing about the greatest of all time You only line up to be the greatest of all time If you have the rings to prove it.
2: So it Isn't that a fairly simplistic way Cham- of, of judging it though?
0: What about Will Chamberlain? 100, <laughs> 100 points in a game Who was yeah. the best prophet of all time? Jesus
2: Besides Jesus.
1: That's besides, a Bible. Besides Jesus. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to go, gonna go with what answer. Jesus said.
0: <laughs> Ain't been none like John the Baptist.
5: No, no, the prophets of Baal but, thing, that but, was pretty cool. But, yeah, Deuteronomy 18. but, but, but,
0: but Jesus is it's, saying John the Baptist. Yeah. Uh, who's gonna be more objective about it? What you what trying to figure out in your head? Jesus said bless him, it. Boy, you submit. Know
6: what <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to figure out? That's what, see, <laughs> running right little numbers in my o- head.
0: You I'm just running a- some numbers. <laughs> in my cre- Who got the most books? Paul wrote the most. <laughs> <laughs> John the Baptist ain't got his own book. You know what I, mean? see, I know what you're doing. You're trying to run the stats. See, that's the postmodern mindset. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should
0: know better than this. You were open air preacher. I, don't, I don't, don't even
2: know how he did that. Yeah, like, yeah, that was a really like. Here we are.
0: <laughs> oh, my gracious. But, but, but I'm saying this because I think that in every aspect of our world, postmodern thinking has come to give us different standards in which to judge by. And, and a lot of them really come oh, to. No doubt. You know, No doubt. I mean, you're to, absolutely right. Everything, sports, yeah, yeah. Not everything. Everything is
2: infected with relativism. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. Everything so whatever is, the argument yeah. is, I still think. Yeah. I mean, who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? And we do this especially when it comes to the arts and beauty. Right. I think it's worse there. Donald Glover, I, for instance. Oh, yeah. Gracious. Um, the Um But, you know, a lot of Christians are really quick to say, you say, like, do you believe in absolute truth? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolute truth, you know, yeah. and absolute standards for um, morality, you know, what is right and wrong. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you say, you know, that song you're listening to is crap. Yeah, exactly. And Why they're I like, you know, uh, they, you know that that's um, that's bad art. That's, yeah, but know, what
5: what percentage of crap is it? Like seventy eight percent crap. How much do you yeah. want to drink? But, that's,
2: but but seriously though, I mean, I, I think that's the but that has frequently been, I think, the way that Christians and this goes back to our narrative point that we've been talking about all show long is Michael Jordan was obviously the best because he had more rings. That's what we've been saying, right? <laughs> the Christians, I think, have lost the battle. Um, we've been having our lunches handed to us over and over Ooh. again for for decades now, and we keep saying we believe in absolute truth, and then 20 years later, 50 years later, we've just sold it. We keep that's selling right. the farm. That's right. Like, yeah. why do we keep going from, you know, no, yeah, we believe in the Bible, we believe in the Bible, and then and then a, a generation later, we're ordaining homosexuals.
7: Right, Ugh.
2: right. And the challenge is because we have a point in our narrative that's able to
6: undermine ourselves if we don't understand it properly. So grace... Is now used as a means yeah. to undermine us. It's been Compassion, weaponized. mercy, forgiveness—all these things that we kind of need in the context of the law of God, the character of Yahweh—those have been weaponized, been used right. against us to undermine. Because then, when we say, "Well, you're not being gracious," then it's, "Whoa, who wants to be a Pharisee?" Right. So, so, when you have <laughs> these characters in the Bible called the Pharisees that are in turn used against everybody yeah uh like i went to covenant seminary and i would often hear people say oh i'm such a pharisee you're like really is that really (laughs) what you want to lay claim to like i understand we wrestle with pride and legal all these sorts of things but if you're really laying claim to be a pharisee if you're really laying claim to the tag of pharisee but what does that end up doing and once you're kind of morally neutered in a way you Mm. become impotent And, and so once you've you know you think of a man who's sinned against his wife say he's committed adultery He's become sexually neutered the rest of his life because he's like, mm, that's where I've been. And mm. so and, and so, what we need as Christians, it goes back to fundamentally the gospel. It goes back to the cross of Christ. In, in the cross, right. we see where God is unflinching in his holiness, unflinching in his hatred towards sin, yet gracious towards sinners. And right. until we grasp that and we don't take up our cross, even when you think of your average evangelism, it's not take up your cross and follow me. So when we... Mm. Even offer of the gospel somebody, there's not that unflinching element. Go into the culture, be unflinching, right. yet be infinitely gracious towards the wicked. Right. Well, this is, and, this and that's is, what we need. This
1: is what all our modern movements have been doing. Right. The Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. They've been taking grace, and they've been beating everybody on the head with it. Because like he said, victim, we have guilty people. That's okay. the problem. That's right.
0: People have not repented of their own sin, confessed it to the Lord, so they yeah. don't have freedom to go out there and function and say, no, this is wrong. Because
2: LeBron James... Oh wait, no! I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> different discussion. Just, but, different discussion. But,
1: but what the world is doing is they want—they all want grace for themselves, mm-hmm. but they don't want grace that actually transforms their right. own lives. Right. Yeah,
6: because right? grace—because grace has right. actually become relativism. Right. Grace has become—you right. accept everything. Right. Grace isn't met in the context of you've actually done something objectively evil. Right. I'm going to be yep, gracious towards right. you. Grace is you.
2: Uh, ignore the objective right. evil. It's throwing the evil under the carpet rather than actually being paid for in the cross. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's how Christian grace actually works. It's not just pretending it away, waving it away, putting it in the closet. It's in, in God winking at it. Yeah, God's grace is based on the cross, mm-hmm. so that the, our sins are laid on Jesus. He, he didn't. He doesn't wink at it. He doesn't. He doesn't pretend it away. He lays it on Jesus on the cross. In the cross, our sin was condemned. He who Man. knew no sin became sin for us, so that yeah, we might yeah. become the righteousness. Of God and Him, and, so,
1: and our words keep getting hijacked. You guys remember uh, the recent um, uh, wedding in the UK? Um, the, the yeah, the, the oh, duchess, the royal the dunce, wedding, the royal wedding, whatever, yeah.
2: royal wedding. <laughs> whatever, whatever our British <laughs> friends are, whatever do they're that. doing over Sorry there. Sorry, guys in, in the, the UK, wedding, Sorry. whatever
1: you guys are doing over there, having fun. <laughs> like <laughs> Is, your
2: queen you got done? married or yeah, something? Are you are, you, are you done?
1: <laughs> but but their their bishop had a sermon on love. And how many of my Christian friends were sharing that on P- Facebook, saying, like, this is a great sermon. He was yeah. the
2: Archbishop of the Episcopal Church USA. Here in the U.S. Exactly. And, and he was actually the well, U.S.A. And, bishop. And, and yeah. is, we'd equivocate
6: yep. on every term, just about. Yeah.
2: Yeah. With uh, him, exactly. we'd
6: equivocate.
1: Well, so, so to use Knox's term is like, we hijack what the definition of love is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We right. hijack um, what the definition of grace is. We keep hijacking all this terminology. Hijacking what winning was like. And, for, and we let the world uh, do it. Yeah, and yes, I mean, that's, that's the thing. And, and here's where like, I'm done with the NBA, Knox.
6: And what Christians need in general general and i think you guys are doing a good job here with it is is what we need to say cur- again what you say you guys are doing a good job here with it like <laughs> who's, yeah, I know you guys, who's doing
7: a good right, job right, right, let's, <laughs> let's 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 keep in mind i'm a
6: street preacher so so you guys like i get criticized so from my standpoint where you guys are at i'm like oh these guys are great but from where i sit as a street preacher i'm often criticized for things that you're just like that's just Bible.
7: That's just, that's, right. Bible. I mean, that's, that's just right. But, right. but
6: the, the element of what we need as Christians, there's a bunch of things we need, but one of the fundamental things we need is courage yeah. and, and the ability yeah, to say, yeah, and, and so, so even you know like what to do with this, hold on. Uh, i said we need courage what do we need (laughs) what did gilligan have (laughs) uh, uh, what was that uh, wizard of oz there's nothing nothing behind the curtain remember when the lion said what makes a king of a slave it's courage Mm. and and so we were slaves to sin now what makes us kings we need courage and the courage comes when the Holy Ghost grants us repentance and faith and we begin to walk in Christ. And so when you go up against the world, if you have courage, you're able to be again, unflinching against them and their sin, get off from a gospel where God is willing to forgive them. And one of the things kind of going back to the idea of weaponized, do you know the, uh, was it equal rights commission or campaign? It's the equal flag. You know that, that blue yeah, flag yeah. with, it? um, they literally have a program that says, here's how you introduce us to your local churches. And it's don't deal with specific texts. But get behind ideas that everybody can get behind: compassion, yeah. acceptance. Yeah. Yep. Diversity. How's that said? And, and so, yeah, so so, <laughs> so, so, so those things. And so, what we need, we need some wisdom where we understand here's what's actually happening. So, how do we play this chess game? And you know, we mentioned Donald Trump earlier, but he doesn't really play by the rules, and they don't know what to do. Right? Christians, in the hopes of winning them, end up playing by the rules, sell their rules. rules, and we yeah. and we give the table away. We give yeah. up our queen or king ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. give exactly. it up, saying all right jesus isn't really lord and what we need to maintain though, no, jesus is lord he's king of kings and lord of lords preach, and here's how we here's right. how we play the game yeah, yeah, and yeah. so we need to be able to learn lean in and say here's how you guys want to play the game that's actually our game here's who the king is here's how yeah. the game is played yeah. so
0: so keith so then one of the things that i think i've been out in the in the field with open air preachers a lot i did a lot of it myself um especially at wretched and one of the things that i learned is that i consider open air preachers guys like you um the men that are on the front lines of the cultural battlefield. Because a lot of times you guys are at the colleges, you're at the edu- education institution, and you're at the abortion clinics. You're, you're out there where culture is really being decided. And so you're the front lines of the battle. And I think a lot of times um, some of the Christians that are at home, we're still doing our thing with our kids. And I'm not saying that's not uh, uh, something that we shouldn't be doing. It's, it's very great. important. Yeah, it's, it's very violent. important. Yeah. But the fight, the direct fight where the action is happening a lot of times is really right there. And I've seen it. And one of the things I, I, I want to ask you is. What do you think is the biggest issue that you're seeing right now when it comes from education Institute in the front lines of open air preaching that you're having to face? and You're like, this wasn't happening just five
6: years ago. The mm. the the radical postmodern relativism that there is no That's still object- not dead. It's still not dead. The yeah. object that there is no objective world around it. We and it's kind of a Kantian. We just impose our mind upon the world. So I have my. So I show up on campus. I'm a beep beeping white male. So I have my categories as a white what's, male. What's, what's the beep? Uh, effing. Oh, <laughs> uh, as the FCA weighs in, um, but so so here I am, and, and given postmodernism, I'm the oppressor by definition. I'm white. I knew someone. Was so, right. so, I so, know it. So, so the West is a white supremacy. white got a bow tie? It, 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 it's, it's a patriarchy. I'm feeling oppressed right and, 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 and now. It's, and it's generally and it's generally Christian. Because you don't
2: have a beard. So so you know what yeah. I mean?
6: So, so hey. white male heteronormativity. I'm straight. Believe it or not, I'm straight. Uh, and like, single, my, my friend, my, yeah. <laughs> and so, my, my, my friend Sean's like, why are you married? You gay? No, I'm not gay. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so, all right, postmodernism, white male heteronormativity, that's the oppressive patriarchy. You know what I mean? That's the oppressive yeah. system right. foisted upon everybody who's not white male. That's default. And, By that, default. That's, that, and that's just default. Yeah. So, I'm a, you're allowed to deconstruct me. I'm not allowed to deconstruct anybody else. So, if I go to deconstruct Islam, so for example, on campus, I will literally have Muslims say homosexuals should be put to death, and no one cares. I say it's not marriage, and people lose their minds. Why? Yeah. Because I'm <laughs> yeah, like, white, exactly. and, and so wow. why because exactly white male heteronormativity? Right. And so, and if you kind of and, and, and the way this
2: way this works is, I mean, the, the the origins of this is postmodernism was saying that um, language is inherently violent, and and it's a power play. It's actually cons- it's consistent Darwinism saying that we're basically at the at the mercy of of Whatever um, the fates, whatever random chance has made stronger, more influential. And so, since white male heteropatriarch, whatever, yeah. has been in the driver's seat of Western culture, it's therefore the righteous thing to deconstruct that and empower. When you hear the word empower, that's postmodern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Empower is saying because Darwin's chance put all the weight on that side of the seesaw. We need to go throw all our weight on that side with whatever is the offended minority classes. Because Why
0: are you looking at me like.
2: <laughs> you just happen to be on my left.
6: And, and, and
2: but think he does about look it, kind but of
6: offended if, now. But, but, but even within that, but if you're an untrained Christian, yeah. whose side is God on? Is he not on the side of the oppressed? So so like, right. so even understand that, like, so whether it be a dominant, but they're able to immerse it into the Christian narrative right. from the standpoint, well, Jesus is on the side of the oppressed. Right. And Christians and,
2: are saying we should empower, like there are conservative Christians starting to say, we need to empower women. We need to empower whatever the minority thing is. And it's like, you don't know what you're doing. SBC's doing that right now. I know. Now. And,
6: and what we yeah. need, what we need to do is empower the scriptures. The scriptures right. need to be the norm. Right. right. So Amen. As Christians, Amen. Christians, where we need to go with it is white. Males are not the norm. Black no. males are not the norm. Jesus, is the norm. Jesus, yeah. and him, a Jew, is the norm, and that's what have, that's what we need to put forward is Jewish supremacy, so to speak. So even when I'm on, uh-oh. Either, uh-oh, well, maybe not. Uh, so even when I'm on campus, so, so for one of my favorite stories, actually, was, well, who's the real Jew though? Uh, a year and a half. This guy. Yeah, and we are. A year and a half ago, there's a young homosexual guy who came up to me, and he's like, "You're just out here preaching Christian supremacy." Which is white male heteronormativity, and he takes a little sip of his. Dang, drink.
0: I didn't know that. Somebody, I told and me that. So, <laughs> what are you doing, Doc? But, but, but here's the thing.
6: I that's funny. In so an so here's what, here's kind of the move <laughs> yeah. we need to learn to do is I, I and this isn't a pat on my back, but I said to him is like that's fine as long as you're willing to admit you're preaching secular supremacy, which is black androgynous homonormativity, and he just goes, I guess so. You know what I mean? Because they're so used to throwing those things out, and everybody yeah. immediately bowing but, but yeah. the thing, to but, their god. But he he
0: he ate the reductio. He swallowed it.
6: Yeah. Right. Right off so, the bat. Right. So, but what else is? I want another
0: punch besides that. I want something else other than that.
5: I, it, I, I try to just, steer him back to objectivity. I, right. I mean, the quickest, if you want to know, when a guy's starting to talk uh, relative truth, I just say the quickest way to get an abs- a relative truther to start crying absolute truth is throw him in jail for a murder he didn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah. He says, no, I, he didn't, says, do I didn't do the murder. Objectively, I, said, I oh, didn't yeah, do but it. But who's to yeah. say what truth is? That's right. who, that's your truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our truth says you did Right. 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 All of a sudden, he's yeah. screaming absolute truth. Right. And I try to get him to... To admit okay, there has to be actual truth, and then what I run into is all the people who constantly they say well there 's religious people, and then there 's us normal people right. there 's these religious freaks and people who live by faith, then there 's the normal crowd, and I try to set, and that 's when the the uh, dichotomy there causes all the friction, right, so I try to get them to see. We all live by faith. I'll just make that. No, you live by faith. We all live by faith. They say, no, we don't. No, we don't. I say, well, what are you? Are you an atheist? And they go, yeah. I I walk them down that path to where I say, at the basis, you have faith involved in what you're saying. You're trusting science. You're trusting history. You're trusting your
2: experience. You're putting your faith in something.
5: Whatever you're walking by is faith. And they go, ah. But then there's the ones who think they're ultra smart, and they say, I'm an agnostic. I rise above all the (laughs) faiths. (laughs) You just don't know. And And what I say is, you're still... By standing there, folding your arms and saying, I'm not taking a trusting stance. Yourself. Not only are you taking a stance, but you're trusting that if there, when you die, if there is a God, he's going to be okay with the standards you set up. Right. Mm. That you just yeah. live by the golden rule. So right. you're trusting that if, if there is one, you're gonna be okay. Right. That's faith. Yeah. Yeah. So even the agnostics live by faith. Yeah. So if I once I get them there, then I say, now we can quit with all the hatred and all the prejudices and biases, and we can just
2: look at evidence. Right. So now we're all people that live by faith, let's just start looking at evidence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I flipped it around one time with a guy and I said, how would you know, You know, if, if somebody actually did commit a heinous crime, um, how w- at what point would you be able to tell him, it's okay, you're forgiven? Like justice has been that's paid. Right. That's right. Right. At what point right. would you be willing to tell someone who actually committed a yeah, heinous how do you, crime? How do you know? When do you right. say it's okay, justice has been done, you're forgiven? How would you tell the maybe the victim's parents? Yes, you yes. need to be okay now with the perpetrator of this crime. Justice has been done. And he said, you know, I've never thought about that before wow. in my life. I'll have to get back to you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he still hasn't got back. To me. <laughs> but, um, that's but okay. I, five years, right? It can happen in five years. But I it's think, but I think driving true. people back to the concept of justice of what is right and wrong, and especially when it gets you know personal real quick, or you know, um, yeah, people say they care about justice, but we've been we've been fed uh, a whole pile of lies don't even know what justice that's is. left yeah. us in a place. We keep saying justice and everything we're eating and everything we're we're. Um, we're proclaiming, is leaving us in a war- in a place where we have no justice. Like, yeah, we, have- like, yeah. the interesting like, like we think thing LeBron is-
0: James is greater than Michael Jordan.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the interesting thing is their narrative leaves them with, no- with there is no justice. Right. Hitler had a few bad days, right. and that was it. Right. Yeah. And, that's all- that's mean, what done. you're left with. That's what and you're left with. with us, we know wow. the yeah. worst guy on earth, if he gets away with it and nobody knows, mm. he's got even worse judgment right. than he would have yeah. had if he got caught, and we can yeah. trust that. Yeah. There yeah. is
6: real justice.
5: Right. amen, Amen.
0: What's your website? Oh, uh eric-e.com.
6: All right. Check it out. Your website sir. campus I
2: like it. Real simple. Name and claim like it. Name and you, and, you, uh, and ladies, she's single. He's single. Uh, right now, if you want to
1: come. Us. <laughs> email us at contact at contactatcrosspolitik.com Not only will we connect you with Ben Bowen dentistry, but also our man
0: Keith. I should add,
5: devastatingly <laughs> handsome. Devastatingly <laughs> handsome. Yeah. You're the sausage Don't
0: king tell of the guys. Chicago. Don't <laughs> tell the guys <laughs> I said that. Uh, Until next week, go sign up to be a Cross Politic Club member. So you can help get the message out there. We can start fighting the narrative of the secular world that's trying to topple the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. I know I sound like a black gospel preacher right now. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's
6: often is a black gospel preacher. (laughs) Praise praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And until
0: next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yes, yes. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight laugh and feast and don't ever wear a bow tie <laughs> <laughs> on the show but ladies he is single hit him up <laughs> Michael Jordan LeBron James how many rings seriously count the rings Ser- you went on a count- rant count the there rings there is was- no
7: true objectivism there
0: <laughs> count the ri- you got to have some rings to win baby
7: it's faith <laughs>